Who welcome to another episode of the Good Guy Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I'm a happily married man and a humble father for and as always, I am joined by none other than the the Reverend Slim Rev, aka Joshua Ezzy. What's good, PD? How you feeling? Hey, man, I'm here, man. It's a beautiful, sunny day. Oh, yeah. God is Same good. Here. Oh, always. And I'm still here in the house. But. Yeah. What? What? The stay-at-home order here in Texas has been lifted, so we got out the house oh. a little bit this weekend. Have they opened up, like, what have they opened? Have they opened up the gyms? No. <laughs> Oh, man, where's, no. where's the gyms open up? Bro, I'm like, uh, you can open up anything. Just open the gym, man. Y'all killing me. But no, they've opened up um, a lot of the restaurants, some of the restaurants. But there's still like restrictions on how many people you can have in there at, at a time and stuff like that. Oh, I think okay. the mall is back open, but there's kind of like still social, social distancing. Gotcha. I, I don't know. Hold on, hold on, BD. What's up? Two weeks ago, you became 1KB. Yeah. Now you babyface B. I see you, BD. Man, BD. It's like that. Yeah, I've been working from home. As, as I'm sure all of you know, I'm in the military, so we have to keep our faces clean shaven. So during this time from working from home, I've you know, taken advantage, and I had grown out the beard a little bit, but had to go into the office this past week. Um, so yeah, I had to go ahead Man. and shave it. Ain't nothing worse, bro. Back in the house. Bro, I tell people in establishments, if you can't take me and my beard, you don't need me. <laughs> I feel you, bro. Like, I don't know how much. Because you got you got you got the face for the baby face. I got a round head, bro. Nah, dog. I, I can't do that. I I'm look, I'm 33, <clears> man. <throat> like I'm too old for the baby face. <clears throat> it's not cool anymore. Nah. It's not cool. <laughs> 21 year olds gonna be like, oh, he cute. What school you go to? Right, exactly. <laughs> now, no. I need yeah. to get my grown man on. Yeah. But anyway, we've got a great episode for you guys here today. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get started here in a second. But before we do, as I always say, if you haven't done so already and you enjoy the good guys content, hit the subscribe button and help us out. Um, hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know when we go live. And smash the like button. All right, help us out. Uh, hitting that like button lets YouTube know that we're putting out quality content. So if you are enjoying our content, be sure to hit that like button and hit the subscribe button. Okay, that's all we ask for you guys. We don't that's ask all. you guys to you know open your open your checkbooks and, and write us a hundred dollar check, thousand dollar no. check, no kind of checks. No, just hit the subscribe button. That's all you can do. That's how you can support the Good Guys Podcast, all right? See, 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 the subscribe button is like the tithe. Mm. And the bell is the offering. I'm just oh. joking. I'm just joking. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> um, just, that was just a little uh, raving human there. Nothing serious to take. Just Absolutely. joking. Absolutely. It's all good. All right. We're going to go ahead and get started as we customarily do with the weekly airing of grievances. All right. I've got one today that's pretty pretty prevalent in today's um, landscape with the 
COVID-19 with the coronavirus. We're all at home more often than we normally are. And this is something that was taking place even before uh, COVID-19. When it comes to one of, one of the main aspects of being married, we talk about it all the time. One of the, one of the main reasons that marriages fail is finances. It's true. All right? It's a critical thing. One of the most important things that you need to do uh, when, you're, when you're establishing a relationship, especially when you're in a young marriage, is, is establishing a budget. All right? Setting financial goals that you guys are looking to achieve, okay? And what do we need to be doing so that we can get to these goals? So part of that is a budget. So you know how much money you have coming in and you know how much money you have going out for expenses, right? Right. All right? You have some fixed <clears throat> expenses. You have your rent. You have your, you know, your your, your electricity bills, your, 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 your car notes. And then you have your variable expenses, Things that can, you know, go up and down, right? Um, groceries sometimes can be kind of a variable expense, you know? Um, and then sometimes variable expense people look at as things that you can do without, you know? Cable can be a variable expense. I remember there were times when we were going through the struggle, we had to cut out the cable for a while, right? And then there's... A third category, J.E., that I think we need to add into that whole financial literacy area that we're, that we're dealing with. Yeah, get your pens and your pads, especially the fellas. Get your pens and your pads because this is something that you may not be ready for. You may not be factoring in to the expenses that you're going to have when you get married. B.D., I feel like I'm in a master's class, B.D. Yeah. Absolutely. This is this is free. Just hit the subscribe button. That's all we ask. Other than that, it's free. This is good. And that third that third expense category is Amazon. Okay. Amazon, J E. <clears throat> Amazon alone is its third expense category unto itself. Hmm. Because Amazon allows individuals I'm not going to single out the ladies entirely primary ladies but I'm not going to single them out because it gets me sometimes too but it <laughs> allows us to order things that, that, that we want in the spur of the moment and it ends up being as very expensive over the course of, a, of, of, of the months and the years that go by Here's what happens with Amazon, J.E., and this is the argument that I've, that I've had with my wife, and I try to make my points, and she makes hers. But what it boils down to is what'll happen, she buys something, right? And there's nothing right. wrong with that. But here's the thing, and, and, and I'll say, hey, babe, check this out. You bought this um, Martha Stewart, uh, you know, a, a, a kitchen cleaning <clears throat> kit. For $17.95, what's that? What's what's going on with that? Oh, we needed that. We needed, you know, the kitchen cleaning kit. I don't know how I would clean the kitchen without it, even though we, she's been cleaning the kitchen without it for the past nine years. And I say, you know, did we really need that? I mean, that's kind of, she's like, oh, don't worry about it, babe. It was only $17.95. That's a fair point, babe. That's a fair point. 
But if we go down the ledger of, 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 of expenditures over the past month or two, you'll see another one for $18.95. You'll see another Amazon for $23.95. You'll see another Amazon, $50.17. You'll see one for $7.88. So what's happening here, babe, is these expenses are adding up. See, in that moment that you're buying the <clears throat> item, it doesn't seem like a lot. $17.95 doesn't seem like a lot. But as you add them up, you end up spending unforetold amounts of money on Amazon. And they make it so easy, J.E. They've got everything you could ever think of. <clears throat> everything you could ever want is on Amazon. And then they have you they have you sign up for your account. So you've got your credit card information already oh, in there. Oh, just a push of a button. Just one click of the button. We can't trust women with buttons. No. And then you have Amazon Prime. J-E. Prime time. Amazon Prime. Now it's now 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 one good thing about this epidemic or pandemic is that Amazon Prime uh, is now slower. But before J.E., <clears throat> Amazon Prime would allow you with one click of the button to order something and within two days, sometimes the next day, J.E. Wow. To have the item that you ordered. Do you realize how much of a problem that causes? Do you realize how dangerous that is to be able to see something that you want? Find it on Amazon immediately. You don't have to get in the car. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to navigate through the store to try to find the item. You don't have to pull out your card and swipe it and drive back home. Like from the comfort of your home, you can sit there and just think, man, it sure would be nice if I had a vegetable blender. Uh, go to Amazon immediately. Bam, it's right there. Uh, bam, you've got three or four options. You choose the option. You click. And within the next two, one to two days, it is on your front porch. That is dangerous, J.E. And it's a problem. I don't agree with it. And 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 like I said, that's that's the argument that we've had. It's you know, sure, it's great, it's convenient. Yeah, it was only seventeen ninety five, but these things add up. And that's the part that I think our spouses don't always understand. And again. I, it, it was going to be, but I can't make it like last week. I can't even put this one solely on the women because I order stuff on Amazon too sometimes. All right. I have my interests. Okay. I like cameras. I like barber supplies. I'll, I'll spend a lot of money on barber clippers. It, it, so I do it too. And that's the problem. <laughs> when it, two come together. It's too convenient, Amazon. I need you to, it's it's too easy. I need you to make it a little bit more difficult. All right? And Jeff Bezos said, man, we ain't making nothing difficult because my wallet's looking good. Exactly. I need there to be some stipulations it's, in place. It's going to be, it's going to be something called, it's going to be something bigger and better than Prime coming up next. Listen, bro, Amazon's not really a big issue with me because I'm a Walmart, man. They got Walmart.com too, and now they offer two day delivery as well. Bro, I can't, I can't, man. I'm an impatient guy. At the moment that I want something, (laughs) I need it right then, bro. Right. I can't, I mean, Amazon is cool for like, I don't know. What would be Amazon cool for? I can wait. I can't wait two days for stuff. (laughs) I just can't. So that's why I don't do Amazon, bro. And first off, I'm like, bro, 
I'm, I, 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 I don't even want to get into that world because if 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 I get into the world, that's why I ain't got Amazon Prime. See, I don't even got it. That's why. See, it, you're safe. <clears throat> Amazon safe. Prime is the devil. I'm telling you. No, nah, man, because if if I order something and I get it the next day, that's going to open up a whole new world. That's what I'm saying. Wow. See, bro, you shouldn't even have this airing of grievance. Now I'm curious. My airing of curiosity. Don't do it, man. Don't you sign up for Amazon Prime. Don't do it. Well, we got, we got Amazon Prime as far as the TV thing. Is it the same thing as Amazon Prime the, uh, thing? Yeah, then you probably have Amazon Prime. You didn't know you had Amazon Prime, but what you're finding out now is that Mrs. Ezzy has the, signed up for Amazon Prime. Ain't that the gospel, BD? You might want to How you your... can have something right now and not know you got it? God's I'm over here watching a part of the blessing. I was only engaging with part of Amazon, but the full blessing by which Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. afforded unto me is now available unto me right now in Amazon Prime. But, but, what could, yeah, nope, 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 not, nope, not going down that road, bro. Amen. Two days later. Guess what I got today, no, no, no. baby? Oh, man. I didn't know this right here Your did front this. porch just covered in gifts like it's Christmas Eve. Oh, that's just so dangerous, bro. If I push a button, I order it, and it comes in two days. Anything? Anything. At least when I go to any, at least when I go to Walmart, ah, uh, they don't got it. You know? They got Amazon, it. Amazon. Amazon got it, bro. They got it. <clears throat> It doesn't matter what it is. Nah, man, I'm straight, bro. I'm straight. Hey, man. I just, I can't do that, man. And I'm glad my wife doesn't know about it. She really does. She's, she's not as tech savvy as I am. <laughs> so I'm glad she doesn't know about Amazon Prime. You're so, lost, man. Hey, I count them. I count them all the, day, all the time, especially this one. Because, man, I couldn't only imagine what I'd be coming home to or waking up to since we can't go nowhere. Waking up to, guess what I got today? Exactly. Brax, that is in the middle of a podcast. Do you want to say hey to the people? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's sped over there. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. My youngest son, Braxton Dixon. What's up, man? Say hey to the people, Braxton. Okay. Well, if you're not going to talk, then you've got to go, buddy. Hey. <laughs> That's part of being a family man. All right, Rex. Go back and watch TV, okay? I'm on the I'm on the podcast right now. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe. You tell you go, tell him, Brax. Go get you mom and tell her to let you go play outside, okay? <coughs> I don't okay. want to go Close the door outside. behind you if you don't mind. I want to close the door. Thank you. You're not welcome. Airing of grievance, kids. No, I'm just joking. Um. Where were we? Amazon Prime and the evils thereof? Yeah, the evils thereof. Hey, man, I'm just glad I don't got Amazon Prime. Well, I do have Amazon Prime. I'm just glad I don't utilize it. Absolutely. That's pretty much it. That's the airing of grievance. Uh, members of the Good Guys podcast and fellas, ladies and fellas, make sure you keep an eye. Watch your expenditures. Watch your bank account. Those Amazon Prime, those purchases add up. All right. Keep an eye on it. All right. We're going to go ahead oh, and get... You oh, know you, you know what my Aaron agreements used to be? 
What's that? And I'm glad that I'm Slim Rev now, BD. That's mm-hmm. kind of like Amazon. What's that? Was uh, what's that? Postmates. Ooh. Postmates back in the day, back when I was working at the job, was those expenditures, whatever you call them. Boy, that <laughs> added up, bro. <laughs> bro, you mean to me all I gotta do is sit there and the food come to me anywhere in the near in the near within twenty mile radius? Bruh. No, not twenty miles. Ten miles. It's technology as a whole. <clears throat> there you go. Like it do is. We, do we need these conveniences? Like right. we're being stripped of what it takes to be human, man. Exactly. Like what happened? It went from we had to uh, uh, plant our own food, farm our own food. Then the factories came in and the factories, you know, uh, farmed for us. And all we had to do was go to the grocery store. Now it was the fast food industry. And now all of a sudden we just go through a drive through and it was just quick like that. Now it's super fast. Everything is at the tip of our fingers now. B. Now we, 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 we. I can do anything from my fingertips. We went from farming to factories to factories to fast food to fast food to the push of a button by our fingers. Lord. Mm. And now we've lost what it means to be human. Mm. What about the human interaction? <clears throat> Going to the grocery store, you know, and not knowing where something's at and asking, you know, the, the, the person who works there, do you know where I can find uh, the dill pickles? What about what what about the interaction of, you know, back when we were teenagers and 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 you wanted that extra, you know, biscuit with your two piece combos. So you so you had to, you know, give just a little bit of game to the to the overweight uh, drive through operator. I mean, you know, like whatever happened to that? We're losing that in today's society. We're being stripped of that. We are. Because I got to spit game to get what I need. I know how to do it, bro. I know how to get an extra breast, some extra thighs. Not like, not like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're the good guys podcast. I'm not now sure what know, podcast that now belongs y'all on. Y'all know we talk about food, man. Okay. I'm talking about an extra fried breast and another succulent thigh with an extra sweet biscuit. That's all I'm saying, bro. Okay. I can't do that through Postmates. Mm. I need to do that myself. You need to see me. Mm-hmm. You need, to, you need to hear my game. You know what I'm saying? Are you having lovely days? All is well with you? How's your family? I'm glad you specified that because we are married men here on the Good Guys Podcast. Yeah, We're not man. talking about actual. We're just no. talking about our game for solid. us. Only my wife satisfied me, bro. There you go. See, our game is different as good guys. You know what I mean? Like when, when we say game, we're talking about regular pleasantries, hospitality. That's it. These are the things that the good guys use as game. We're That's the game. About. BD, that's a podcast of what's the game of the good guys, man. Absolutely. It's just being a gentleman. It's just being nice. It's just just the pleasantries that BD is trying to tell you about. Simple. Those just being things. nice, being kind, being patient, being considerate. It's uncommon in today's society, <clears throat> and that's why right. sometimes you can, you can, you know what I mean? They say you, uh, you what is it, you use a honey... Okay, this is this is going badly. <laughs> this this is the saying I don't. Whoa. <laughs> it's easier to attract a bee with honey than I. There's a saying. That's a somebody saying, hop in the comment because <laughs> somebody knows what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, those those pleasantries in today's society, people don't you know people don't know about. And that's uh, why I like it. I like it because I'm rare. 
the good guys will be rare. So when people experience that, man, I've, I've been blessed. I can't name, I can name so many times, countless of times where I always got an extra something. Even today, I got extra shrimp from Publix just by being nice. By being she, nice. She, she weighed my shrimp. She took the bag off the shrimp and said, you know what? Here's the rest of them. By asking how her family was during the pandemic. That's it. When I'm at Whole Foods, I always get an extra patty without the extra cost. Always get an extra slice of pizza with my original slice. You know why? Because they always say, we like you when you come in here. Because they're at Whole Foods. Everybody else treat them so rudely because they shop on Amazon. So they treat these people like machines. Right. But me, I come in there. Hey, how you doing, man? I know their son's name. I'm asking how their daughter doing in school. Extra patty. Extra basket of fries. You see what I'm saying? And see, that's what we talk about. That's <clears throat> what it means to be a good guy, you know? Me and Josh talk about it. And and it's stuff that, you know, like we should be doing as Christians anyway. Like that's right. we shouldn't be like everybody else and just, you know, and make everything just super transactional and not really actually speak to people and let our light shine. Like that's what letting your light shine means is that's right. you know, hey, speaking to people, asking how they're doing, how's your day going? You, you know, you're doing all right. <clears throat> hey, I appreciate what you, you know, the way you put that sandwich together. You know, me that and Josh, we joke FBD. around. We, we call it, every time. you know, we call it like, we, we call it spitting game. You know, we have our own code language or whatever. We call it spitting game, but that's what you should do anyway. And it goes a long way. It normally gets you a better product in the end. May probably get you some extra fries. And you actually become unforgettable. So when you come through that drive through again, you're blessed again. And God can use that to open doors for you. You That's know right. what I mean? He, 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 you, if you're, you're, if you're out there letting your light shine, if you're out there letting him use you and speaking into people's life and being a blessing to people and just speaking, you never know what kind of doors can open. Isn't that how you got the job that you have now, J.E.? Man, I was working at the YMCA as a manager there at the front desk. I was being nice. I was just being J.E. because it's a principle. <clears throat> These principles work even in places you don't want to be. They work. So you got to you gotta blossom wherever you plant it. I was nice, man. This lady who was in a, uh, the vice no, assistant principal at the school I work at now, she came in every Tuesday and Wednesday for a long period of time. And I always asked how she was doing. I asked how is the kids at the school. I was just being very cordial until one day. She came through there and said, are you looking to uh, take your, um, what they, how do people say? Are you able to take your, um, are you looking for a new job or whatever? And I said, I was like, oh man, is she trying to do prepaid legal or something? Is she trying to do a pyramid scheme? <laughs> pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, but she was like, nah, I, uh, I didn't say that. But she was just saying, yeah, I'm an assistant principal at a school and I think you'll fit a position in my job. And she was like, uh, here's the link. Here's the uh, website you go to apply today. I applied and five years later. Look where I'm at, making more money, making more impact, having more opportunities, all because I simply smiled and was nice and blossomed where I planted. It never, it, I'm telling you, that's a principle that I apply in every place of my life. I'm telling you, it works. <clears throat> Absolutely. All right. I think that's all we've got for the airing of grievances. So we got yeah. in a little, you know, we got a little uh, edification during the ad airing of grievances. That's a good yeah. thing. It happens. It happens. Yeah. That's why you got to listen to all of the podcasts. There you go. Absolutely. 
All right, we're going to go ahead and keep it moving into the main topic of the day, which you guys have been asking for. All right. We're getting back to the red flag series. So a couple weeks ago, we did five red flags that women overlook in men. And we told you, of course, we're going to we're going to attack both sides, not attack both sides, but um, talk about both sides. And so we took a week off. But now we are picking it right back up where we left it off. We're going to be talking about five red flags that men overlook in women. So this is primarily um, for those of you who are out there still single, ready to mingle, (coughs) still, you know, courting, dating phases, things like that. When you're dating a person, you know, over the course of you courting that person, dating that person, these are some of the things that you can keep an eye out for that if you see some of these things, you want to have your antennas up. You want to definitely get into your prayer closet, talk to God about it, and 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 hear you know what your spirit's telling you about that individual because these are red flags that could be signs that you need to hit the door running. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and get into it. Five red flags that men overlook in women. The first one that we have is. A woman who's broken. Yeah. All right. If you're dating someone, uh, a, a woman, and, and she is broken, that is a red flag. All right. Now, how do you know that she might be broken? There's a number of ways that you can tell. All right. One of which, you know, if, if, if she's always talking about an ex. All right. We talked about exes last week and how to get over them. If you haven't watched it, go check that video out. But if she's talking about her ex all the time, if she's talking about the emotional uh, baggage that she has from that relationship, if she's always talking about him and what he did and how he did things and how it affected her, like if that is a constant refrain in y'all's conversations, in y'all's everyday relationship, then that's a sign that she's broken, okay? That she, she, is, she still has wounds, she still has scars from that previous relationship that she's carrying in to her relationship with you. And that's something that is a red flag because you need somebody who is healed and who is whole. You don't want to be dealing with her baggage from a previous relationship. You don't want to be paying for another man's mistakes that wasn't a good guy, okay? He's probably, he didn't approach it the same way that you approach things. So you shouldn't have to pay for that. So if that's something that she's constantly bringing up, you know, that's that's an issue. That's how you know that she, she may still be broken. If she has uh, daddy issues, and I'll say this, I'll say if she has daddy issues that impact her current behavior, that's going to be a red flag. Okay? Now, just because, you know, she has daddy issues may or may not be a red flag that, you know, she, she may have seen what, you know, uh, not to do in his relationship with her mom, or he might not have been around, but it, you know, it, she, she, she has an airtight relationship with God, so it's not really affecting her, then, you know, you're good. But if, if she has daddy issues and that impacts her current behavior, if her dad wasn't around, so now, you know, she's been in five relationships in the past six months, uh, she's, she's a little loose, you know, she's a little, you know, puts herself out there probably more than she should have, then that, those are red flags. Okay. She talks about, you know, how her dad wasn't <coughs> in her life and, and you see those behaviors, 
you know, in conjunction with that, that's going to be a red flag because those behaviors are a result of those unresolved daddy issues. If she had, if if she lacks, you know, if she lacks faith, if she lacks spiritual authority, right? Those are a sign that she may be, you know, she's she's she could still be broken because someone who is whole, someone who is sound in their relationship with God has faith, has spiritual authority over situations and circumstances. So if, you know, if y'all come uh, across a, a situation that, you know, is less than favorable and she just kind of crumbles or she she she's speaking in, in, in doubt and, 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 you know, in a lack of faith. And a lack of spiritual authority, she doesn't know the authority that she has, you know, based on the word of God. That's a sign that she may be a broken individual. She may, you know, she 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 doesn't have that sound foundation that you would need her, you need a woman of God to have in a relationship with you. <clears throat> so there's a lot of different ways and a lot of different facets. These are just some examples that I brought up. I'm sure J.E. has some more um, of... A, a woman who is still broken, who is still dealing with things. And if you see some of these red flags, you know, definitely pray about that situation. You don't need someone who's broken. You need someone who's whole. That's why, like BD says, very important that a person understands that they're broken first. See, anything that's broke can't work properly. It, it just can't. That's why it's important to make sure a person is whole. A whole woman is able to work the works of a wife is able to work the works of a mother. See what I'm saying? Any piece that's missing, it's like a computer that loads without finished loading. That if you cut off your computer while the computer is at 70% and you close it, it has the opportunity of crushing the whole device. And that 30% that you're missing, pieces all over the place, is what's going to affect even the 70% that you're a whole of. That's why it's very important for you young men and just men, period, just to really examine her daddy issues. There's two types of wounds a woman has who's not healed by Christ. Number one is a father wound. Number two is her first wound. Her first wound is her first male uh, boyfriend, her first hurt. Those two wounds are very hard um, for certain women to get through, and they try to get through it by getting to another man. That father wound is very important, BD. They have to heal from that because that's your foundation. That's why the enemy's after the men in the home. If he can take the men out of the home, then he then he breaks up the order of the home. If the whole order of the home is broken up, disorder is inevitable. And what happens is that young lady is growing up with... Uh, um, patches and blockages in her mind as she develops in her formative years and now as she develops in her formative years with certain uh, perspectives and influences that determines what form she grows into and that's very important because whatever form she grows into she will follow through through that form's formula those principles those thought patterns see a broken woman has a broken mind a broken woman has a broken soul and when those areas are broken i'm telling you man when you try to see, uh, it's, don't get, don't wait till you get married to see if she's well. You see what I'm saying? If you wait till you get married to see if she's well, you're going to go through unnecessary years of issues, my friend. And that's why I tell every young man, make sure you see healed traits, not hurtful traits. If you hear more hurt out of a mouth, trust me, that same mouth that you hear hurt from will be the same mouth that hurts you. 
As simple as that. And so what I want to advise you is, is that a whole person works properly. I have some notes I want to go through real quickly. A whole person works properly. She has to go to God to be made well. Anytime a product is broken, there's uh, two things that you have in your disposal with that product. You should have, unless you got it off the street corner. Okay. There should be two things you have. That's a manual. And in that manual, the manufacturer's number. Okay. Every one of us, we have a manual. The manual is the word of God. The manufacturer is God himself. If she hasn't checked her manual, has not called the manufacturer out, called out to him and asked for help, my friend, you're just going to have a product looking good at looking good to you, but ain't doing no good works for you. I'm telling you, you make sure <clears throat> that she has been made whole in God. If not, she's going to break anything precious in your life. Secondly, you have to understand the difference between being broken into peace and being broken into pieces. God breaks us. He prunes us, but he breaks us into a piece. He breaks us into the mold that he has for us to be. But when a woman is broken into pieces, a piece of her is in him. A piece of her is in 95. A piece of her is still in 2006. A piece, all these pieces are everywhere. And when she comes to you, you see these different gaps in her of missing pieces. God is the only one that can call the pieces from the east, from the west, from the north and the south. That's able to call all the pieces to bring clarity to her on why she was broken, to bring resolve and closure, to close up those holes in her life, to let her know that she is called for such a time as this, that she's called towards a purpose and that she's able to walk well. Because I'm telling you, if you injure yourself like we, me and BD play basketball. If I go out there and sprain my ankle, BD, it'd be dumber for me to try to get back in the game because that ankle is, is, is bruised. If I go back in the game with a bruised ankle, I will end up breaking that ankle. You see what I'm saying? And, mm. and what oftentimes happen is <clears throat> when a person has been broken or bruised in a relationship, they try to play immediately next day's game against with a new teammate. Right. And then they suffer even deeper injury. And now not only is she bruised from the first guy, now she's been immensely broken by the second guy. And she barely knows herself in the third guy, trying to find herself in that guy. And by the time she gets to you, she got four dudes in her. Right. So what I'm trying to say is, man, this is for guys too, but we're talking about ladies. You got to make sure that she, she, she shows you the moves, that she's able to move on that ankle, that she's able to really play and be involved. Um, last but not least, man, wounds not tended to leads to infections. Wounds not tended to, not properly cared for, are susceptible for infections. That's why a lot of women out here, minds are infected with feminist or with the feministic movement. Minds are infected with 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 all types of unbiblical worldviews. They're infected because they did not allow God to treat those wounds. I'm telling you, brothers, make sure that she is well, because I rather for you to have a woman who's holistically well instead of I rather you have a woman who's attractive to you. Don't get me wrong. It's attractive, but holistically attractive than something the most beautiful woman you ever seen in your life but ugly on the inside that's right all right <coughs> and the next point that we have um red flags we're talking about red flags that men overlook in women 
next point that we have is a woman who's who's too into you, a woman who's mm-hmm. moving a little bit too fast in the relationship. All right. Um, first and foremost, ladies, you know, ladies of the Good Guys podcast. That's one of the most unattractive things, to be honest, that you can do. You know, from a male standpoint, is you know, we we uh, we talk about it all the time. Like we as men are wired to chase, right? So if you are giving into the chase too soon, it kind of you know kills the vibe. It kind of you know, in our mindset, it's like, oh well, that was easy. You know, like you want to kind of you want someone who's kind of making it a little bit difficult for you because <coughs> on her end, you know, she should be. Um, you know, analyzing you as well. She should be seeking God about you as well. She should be listening to the Spirit about you as well. So she shouldn't be just automatically just, you know, falling super hard for you, um, you know, ready to take the next steps and take take the next steps and just in a rush to get married. Like marriage is a major commitment. Marriage is a big thing. Marriage is something that you need time to to spend with that person to get to know that person to see how they really react in in certain situations and spend time with God prayerfully seeking him about what direction you know you should take in regards to this individual so um one thing that that shows is that you know she lacks a certain level of confidence in God and it shows that she lacks a certain level of confidence in herself um, you know, a, a, a female who has a, a confidence in God is not going to be, you know, ready, just ready and willing to throw herself into any relationship because she knows that God's got me. You know what I mean? Like God's going to bring that right person. If this guy isn't the one, it's fine. I can keep it moving because God's got the right person for me. She doesn't just want anybody. She wants the right person she wants the person that god has for her so if she's if she's rushing into that relationship it shows that she might not have that confidence in god that you need your um your wife to have it also displays that she may lack a confidence in herself you know um one of the most attractive things to a male is a female who is confident confidence and that goes both ways for women and men one of the most attractive things you can do is be confident. Be confident. No matter how you think you look or how society, you know, uh, says about your body type or, you know, uh, hair quality or grade or whatever the case may be, if you have confidence, you'd be surprised, you know, how many people you can attract by just being confident. So when it comes to somebody that you're talking to, if they don't have that confidence in themselves, it's not going to be that attractive. And that's that's something that can be a red flag. Um, you know, if she's if she's too into you, she's moving too fast. It seems like, you know, it, it's going to make it. It should make you think, you know, maybe this is something that I need to pass on. Maybe she's, you know, like maybe she ain't had nobody look her way. And I don't know how long and like maybe I should be doing the same thing like. You definitely don't want someone who, you know, is, is moving too fast. It, it shows desperation. It looks, you know, it, it smells of desperation. And if that's something that you're seeing, then it could be a sign of, you know, other underlying issues. Maybe there's, um, you know, something that you know, a lot of times people can put on a uh, put on a show 
for a certain amount of time. But eventually, those underlying issues are going to come to the surface. So if she's too into you, she's trying to move too fast, maybe she's trying to go ahead and get you locked up before some of those other underlying issues <clears throat> come to surface. So That's right. you want to take your time. You want to move slow. If she's trying to rush you, hey, you know, you, you quarterback in this whole thing. Let it move at your pace and the pace that, you know, you feel comfortable with um, as you continue to seek God for guidance and how you should move forward with the relationship. Don't let it uh, don't let a woman rush you and feel like you need to be rushed into marrying her, rushed into going to the next step. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you don't want to take too long either. Don't you know, don't be engaged for like 10 years and before you're getting married. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about somebody y'all just met. Y'all just met like five minutes ago. And she's talking about marriage. She's talking about kids. Like, yo, those aren't even conversations that we need to be having yet. So if that's what you're dealing with, then that's probably a red flag. Yeah. Fellas, never let a woman push you beyond your level or your ability um, to provide, to protect, and to be a priest. Do not allow a woman push you beyond those barriers. Because oftentimes when a woman pushes you or moves too fast, typically she is overly invested or loves the idea of you or the items around you. Okay? Hear me closely. The reason why she's moving too fast right now is possibly she loves the idea of you. Maybe she was drawn. Because listen, fellas, when you in your element, you're the most attractive. That's why I never, I learned a very long time, never get, never, I, I learned a very long time, never get caught up in women who are drawn to you in the peak, in the midst of the peakness of your anointing. Because when you really shining, you'll track flies. You'll track anything. You see what I'm saying? And what I'm saying is there's a lot of women that's drawn to you because of what you do, but won't stay because of who you are. Okay. Understand that. <clears throat> so there's a lot of women who already formulated the idea of y'all before she even met you. And you wonder why she's liking all of your posts, liking all these different things, brought you within her web, and now wants you to move fast because she wants to be in the midst of that fire of yours. She wants to be in the midst of what makes you look great. But she don't realize that when she marry you, she's going to have to deal with you. She's going to have to deal with you. So you got to be careful with women that try to move you too fast because of the idea of you. See, there's a difference between the idea of you and you as an individual. Okay. Because the idea of a person is overly, is more amplified than you, who you are. You're not as, you're not as dope as they say you are. And you're not as dumb as they think you are. You see what I'm saying? You're not as good as you, as they think, as you, you're not as good as they say you are. And you're not as bad as they say you are. So you got to be able to know yourself within scope. So what happens is you won't be able to drink the poison within her Kool-Aid, making you believe, make you believe that you're the best thing since sliced bread. So usually when a woman is moving you too fast, like well, three, one is because she has already, uh, she's in love with the idea of you. Number two, she wants the items around you. And number three, she wants to hurry up and get you before you see what's inside of her. So be very careful with women who move too fast. I have some other points. Um, I have right here, she's into the idea of you and not the, or the items around you and understand, Phil, there's a natural pace. If you know the pace of God, you know, the pace of how you lead. And if a woman accelerates that pace, see, you are more susceptible to getting an accident. If you go beyond the speed limit, 
There's a speed limit in every level of a relationship. There's a set speed limit by God for us to go by. There's a speed limit for you to go as a single man. There's a speed limit for you to go in regards to pursuing a woman. There's a speed limit that you go in a courting phase or getting married. And there's a speed limit in marriage based upon the different phases that God has you in. On the same road is different speed limits. So one moment you got to go 25. The next one, you, it go up to 35. Then you get out on the highway and God's accelerating things. Maybe you have to go 55. But then God may say, get off this exit. You got to go back to 35. But when you know and trust the driver and you trust the cruise control mm -hmm. and let him control the cruise, then mm -hmm. you won't lose. Okay. Mm -hmm. You feeling me? But if you allow a woman to help you speed the pace, you'll be like Moses looking at the promised land, but can't enter it. Mm. Okay. So what I'm saying is, if she's too into you, the thing is, you know, if someone's into you when you know you, <laughs> when you know you, but if you get, <laughs> but if you get caught up in what they think of you right. versus what you really see in you, then right. you, then you would get so caught up in you. That's why I tell people, stop giving gas to people who are not licensed to drive. We be gassing up people and they don't even have a license to drive, gassing them up for ministry. They don't even know how to do a ministry, gassing up for marriage and they're not even ready for marriage. So all of a sudden you got this hype corner gassing you up. Y'all look cute together. Man, that's the baddest girl you ever talked to. I remember you want to talk nobody in college, gassing you up. Yep. But who's there to fill you, refill you up when it's time to be refilled? See what I'm saying? So this is your life. Just say, you know what? I I I, I got my own gas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll I'll, I'll get to where I got to get to. God's going to supply all of my needs and get me to where I got to go. So I hope that analogy made sense because there are some women who investigate you before they even meet you, before you even meet them. And they already got a game made and laid out for you to get you laid to have your babies. So they can make sure they'll be able to have enough money all the days of their life. Never let a girl move you too fast or get you so caught up in the narrative that they have formulated for you to believe in when you know good and well you ain't ready. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. it. <clears throat> all right. So the third point, um, talking about uh, red flags that men overlook in women. Third point is she's selfish. Plain and simple. Um... You know, there, there's, Josh talks about it all the time. There's a saying that says, happy wife, happy life. Look, that, that ain't always right, man. It's, it's not always right. Now, yes, you do want to keep your spouse happy. You don't want to keep your woman happy. She normally, you know, kind of uh, controls the temperature a lot of times emotionally of the house. But both parties need to be happy in the relationship. It is not just you sacrificing constantly you always giving into you know what she wants you always giving into her preferences um so it, there has to be balance okay yes as men we're going to sacrifice a lot uh, for our families absolutely but again there's balance so if you're if you're if, if you're talking to a female and she is just like you can just tell she's she's real she's real selfish you know she's really self-absorbed she's really Kind of, she's kind of feeling herself. That's a red flag. Um, when it comes to females, women, like to be honest, women, especially godly women, are I feel like the most selfless creatures on earth. You're talking about somebody <clears throat> who completely sacrifices their body, their 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 health, their you know, like to bring another human into the world. 
You know what I mean? We don't have to do that as men. Like they, that is a major sacrifice. I have four kids, so I I know it all too well. The sacrifice that women go through, you know, to 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 give childbirth. Women, their job is to nurture, you know, which is a giving act. Like they are very selfless creatures. The good ones, at least. So that's what you're looking for. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, and, and, and women sometimes, especially good ones, my wife included, have to find that balance, you know, and sometimes I have to tell my wife, babe, do some, do this for yourself. Sometimes you just have to take, you know, um, take control of the situation. Babe, hey, go get a massage. All right. Go get a pedicure. Because a lot of times a good woman, like a lot of times they'll end up doing so much <clears throat> and giving so much that they don't do anything for themselves. So what I'm saying is you don't, I mean, that's a, that's a good problem to have. That's a better problem to have than somebody who is selfish. You don't want a woman like who, I think women, a lot of times God has given them certain traits um, that we don't have as men or we don't have in as much abundance. Like I said, when it comes to the childbirth, I, I don't know how we have four kids because I'm telling you right now, if I went through what my wife went through with the first one, it's a wrap. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> like, I'm good. But women have a certain level of compassion, a certain level of nurturing and certain like levels of love that I don't think we always that we're completely equipped with. So that's the kind of things that you want to be looking for. Those qualities, those characteristics, um, those are things that you should see in the person that you are pursuing if you're not seeing that if she seems like she's all about herself she's all about what she can get out of the situation she she's not really a nurturing type individual then that's a major red flag um and that's something that you definitely want to take into consideration yeah bd i have a lot of points man that's why i like this back and forth format because it gives me um some some good points to give out but I, like i always said about selfish people a selfish woman is a woman who only fish for herself you heard me say that many times um it's a person who who only fishes for their bucket um usually when you go fishing at least you you share the you share the catch you know what i'm saying and, but if a woman says you know what i'm only fishing for me i'm only here for me i'm only married to you for me i'm only interested in you because of me that's a mindset and that mindset derives from being overly nurtured a lot of girls I say girls, not women. A lot of girls were overly nurtured. You've seen a lot of girls who, since they was born, oh, you so cute, you so pretty. This with a man. They always been taught being nurtured, but they was never taught how to nurture. And so what happens is that nature about themselves was perverted and brought and focused back on themselves and versus on how to utilize that nurturing ability and how to nurture a family, nurture children, nurture her man. What I mean by nurturing her man, making that man's shoulders wide. You see what I'm saying? Walking with confidence, making sure that he's made, that his name is great out there in the gates, making sure that he's set up for success when he leaves the house. But a selfish woman <clears throat> only fishes for herself. She's saying, you know what? Everything revolves around me. If 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 everything's about her, you're gonna have nothing for yourself. That's why I tell guys that you can pick, you can see a selfish person just by how uh, um um what, what she offers and what she considers. So when you when you take her out and she and you and you take care of the meal, right? There should be some type of, you know, she and you ain't going to let her do it. But, you know, I can cover the tip. Or when you open the door for her, do she open the door for you? Do she unlock the door so that you can get in? 
Does she reach over? Hey, that's important. Do you open the door for her? Does she reach over? Make sure your door is unlocked. That's right. These are little clues. But if she's sitting there... On her phone. On her phone. And you sit at the door like, man, a woman, a, 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 a mature woman always thinks or is appreciative of what the man has done. So if the man has took initiative in the serving... She, she finds the second stage of that service. So if the first service is open to the door, she's all, already thinking, what's the next service that I can offer? The, 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 category, the next category of service, that's to open his door. You see what I'm saying? So if a, if a woman is only thinking about being served and not the, uh, uh, the sequel of service, then bro, man, you're going to be stuck uh, uh, overcompensating, not over, yeah, overcompensating, overly giving, and you got nothing. So watch out for the girls who have been babied their whole life because they're just going to be looking to receive from you. But a woman who really is mature and is selfless, she appreciates your acts of service and follows that acts of service with a, with a sequel to your first you know, your first act of service. If you don't see that consistently, now she may, she may not know, there may not be in certain acts of service where there's a, because she, you're not, she's not your wife. Okay. Don't be, don't be doing stuff expecting to serve her, your, for her to serve you her body later. That's, we're not talking about that kind of service. Right. That benefit is for marriage. We're talking about basic service of consideration, appreciation, uh, um, follow-ups, you know what I'm saying? Different things like that. But but that's very key. Does she, is she proactive in reserving the original service? Uh, and fellas, I got one thing I want to tell you. Listen to me closely. Turn the turn the turn the video up. Tell tell everybody just to take the camera, take the video outside, take the phone outside and hear me closely. Don't be afraid to lose her. I don't care how beautiful she is. I don't care if she's the baddest girl you ever seen in your life. That her and her number equates all your exes. So she, she's all your exes can't even compare to the number she is. I don't care. You have to be confident enough in what you offer and who you are, and say, you know what? I'm gonna discontinue this service until you learn how to, uh, until you learn how to serve me, until you learn how to respect me. See, see, it's nothing, ladies. If you want a man to outserve and serve, man, show that man respect and appreciation. If that's not there, and she's just expecting things from you, lose her, man. I don't care. I don't care how I try to be. Don't be afraid to lose her because she ain't going to be no good for you, brother. So don't be afraid to lose her. Um, last point here. She must know you in order to serve you. If she's all about herself, she don't want she won't even be able to notice what you need because all she sees is herself. So you got to watch out for women who 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 don't know what you need, how you may need it, what's best, what's what, what, how you flow, how you feel. But if all she cares about is herself, she won't get to know you. All she knows is what you can do for her. That's pretty much it, BD, on that. All right, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, good points. And when we talk about, when J.E. is talking about, you know, the woman serving you and things of that nature, is we, I know we're always going to have first-time listeners. This is within the context of the the man doing his job right and and being um and serving his wife and leading his wife and in, in, in doing the things that good guys do that we talk about on this podcast so we had a previous episode about red flags that you know women overlook <coughs> men so 
just always want to make sure we make that clear. <laughs> We're not just talking about just sitting back and getting served, you know, without handling your responsibilities and serving your um, and cherishing that woman of God the way that that you should. Um, but yeah, excellent points there. So we're on number four, mm-hmm. the fourth point, uh, red flags that men overlook in women, they're emotionally unstable. Mm. Um, a woman's emotions are a good thing, right? Like women uh, are generally more emotional creatures than we are as men. And that can be a good thing, you know? It, it gives them, you know, a certain, I think, intuition about certain, you know, uh, situations and certain people that we may or may not have as men. Um, we're more linear. We're more just, you know, black and white, straight to the point. Um, they can kind of operate in those shades of gray. They can kind of, you know, get a feeling for a person uh, that sometimes we don't get as men. Um, you know, that that emotion can oftentimes balance us out. Like, like I said before, you know, a lot of times we are just black and white. Uh, a lot of times we operate without, uh, or, or, or uh, in the absence of emotion. And a lot of times, you know, sometimes that's good as men, we do need that. But sometimes you need someone to someone's perspective to balance out your perspective to, you know, um, to, to, to balance it out, basically, is what I'm saying. So that's the, in that respect, a woman's emotions are a good thing. You know, sometimes we, we can be stoic. We can be, you know, we need someone to show us how to let our guard down. We need to have someone, you know, show us how to how to be emotionally invested in love and properly. So it's a good thing. But what you want is a woman who has emotions, but you don't want someone whose emotions have her. Yeah. And I hear Josh say that all the time. Um, you want someone, a woman who has emotions, but her emotions don't have her. <clears throat> if her emotions have her, then you're going to be dealing with that over the course of your relationship. Uh, you know, emotional instability. Um, if you if you say something the wrong way and she's just not able to, you know, get over it. Um, if she's if 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 circumstances in life happen and she's just emotionally, you know, she just becomes a, a you know emotional roller coaster. You know, and she can't handle that situation. Then that's a problem. If she is an emotional roller coaster and she's just up and down, emotions all over the place, and you don't know what to do, you don't know what kind of person you're gonna get when you wake up in the morning. That's a that's a problem. So if she's, you know, if you notice that just extreme mood swings, moodiness, if she's one way one day, if she's in a bad mood, and then the next day she's all happy and she's in your face, she's the most pleasant person in the world to be around. That's somebody whose emotions have them. Their emotions are dependent on circumstances. Their emotions could be dependent on what kind of day they had at work. Their emotions could be dependent on the weather. Their emotions could be, you know what I mean? That's a sign. The root of that is that they are not rooted in a relationship with God. Because that's what a relationship with God does. It kind of keeps you grounded. No matter what the circumstances life throws at you, you have that foundation, right? So, you know, you hear the story about the wise man who built his house on the rock and the the foolish man built his house on the sand. When you have a woman whose emotions have her, their foundation is sand. It's not a rock. It's not God. So she's going to be back and forth. She's going to be wavering. Her emotions are going to be up and down all over the place. And you're going to be scrambling, trying to keep up and figure out what's going on. 
that's a red flag. That's something that you need to pay attention to early because it's a telling sign that she does not have a foundation in a relationship with God. That's very real, BD, because I'm telling you, she must understand who she is as God's daughter. If she doesn't already trust that God will supply all of her needs according to his riches and glory, if she doesn't already know that he's a, a present help in a time of trouble, if she doesn't already know that he will, if she acknowledge him, make her path straight, if that's not already uh, found, uh, formed or found in her or formed in her, then I'm telling you, brother, she's going to be looking uh, uh, for you to do unnecessary things. She's going to look to you as God or she's just going to be easily triggered by things because those emotional roots are not in God. And when those emotional roots are in her career, if those emotional roots are in self-hate, if those emotional roots are in daddy issues, those emotional roots is in any and everything other than God, then whatever happens in those areas that brings to her remembrance of those areas that make her even feel the feelings of that she felt in those moments when they previously happened, you're going to suffer the consequences of it. Any area that she has not been healed that or all of her or some of her roots are in, when those things are triggered, you're going to be, you don't have to deal with unnecessary emotional issues. And that's why it's the woman's responsibility to make sure that she's fastened and fashioned into God or by God so that she knows how she's supposed to conduct herself. Because one of the fruits of the spirit, one of the, was one of the elements that's a part of the fruit of the spirit is self-control. The Bible says he did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So these are biblical truths that has to be fashioned in her or she's going to be overly emotional. And a lot of ladies grew up uh, uh, guarding these emotional instabilities with excuses. I, I do this because of this. And so what happens as a culture, we have given women liberties to make excuses on why they do whatever they do with their emotions. And that's not fair. And I think that's a demonic technique or tactic to destroy and corrode men so that the women can gain control of the house that makes the house unstable, makes the man rather be on a housetop than in a house and a contentious woman. It causes disorder and disunity because it was through the woman by which the man fell. And we're not talking about all issues of fallenness. It's because of the woman. But we're just telling you that that usually if the house wants to be capsided, that the enemy is going to try to go through. Uh, I can't even make that. I can't even make that a doctrine. It's not even a doctrine. The devil can come through anyway. But if the woman is the weaker emotionally, then chances are if, if she doesn't have a good grip in the area, that will be the area that's, that's used against the family. Now, like BD said, there's a difference between emotions and intuition. Emotions and intuition are supposed to be matured together. But if a woman is just emotional, you can't trust. That's not intelligence. That's not EQ. That's not emotional intelligence. Her intuition is her intelligence. But when her emotions are out of whack, then they haven't really gripped itself on intuition and be, and served the intuition, which is the spirits empowering the God-given nature that God has given the women. Man, she's going to be emotional all over the place. And then she's going to have excuses saying, well, I did this because of that. And then flip, try to flip the blame on other things in life. And that's what I'm telling you, fellas. You got to make sure um, that that all of her all of her emotional wounds have been healed, that there is no triggers involved. But we we being realistic at the good guys, we know that that women are still uh, growing and maturing, just like men are still growing and maturing. So there's going to be areas that's still at work, but it shouldn't be where you're looking at only plans. There should be at least we just looking for electrical wires, make sure everything's put together. So we're still working. 
working, but at least the structure is built. But if all she got is this, all I got is the plans. This is what we should, we can build. Go to God and build something and show me something later. Maybe, maybe we'll start something together. You know what I'm saying? So, and always understand <clears throat> a woman's emotions will determine her emotions, which means her actions. If her emotions are unstable, bro, you don't know what's going to be thrown at you. <laughs> Verbally, physically, psychologically. You don't know what's going to be thrown at you when a woman does not have emotional control. And the only way a woman can have balance in her emotions where she's operating effectively and efficiently through her intuition that was a gift by God is when she gives that where she vents those emotions to God brings clarity. Ladies, just because like there's there's two things that that are there's one thing that's dominant in men. There's a thing that's dominant in women. You see what I'm saying? The issue with men is that sexual control. The issue with women is emotional control. Do not expect the man to be sexually controlled if you're not emotionally controlled and vice versa. Fellas, don't expect the woman to be emotionally controlled if you're not sexually controlled. This is something that God helps the both of us in our own exclusive uh, strong points. And so uh, that's it. That's all I got on that, BD. <clears throat> good points. Good points. All right. And then the last number five. Uh, red flag that men overlook in women is if she only <clears throat> offers looks. Oh. Now look, we talk about it all the time. We as men are visual creatures, right? So yes, we do want someone who we are physically attracted to, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, there's nothing wrong with having your, you know, your preferences or whatever the case <clears throat> may be. Hey, make your request known to God. Let him know what it is that you know you prefer. And, and he knows. Um, but ultimately, he's going to give you what's best for you, what what you need. All right. And in the course of a marriage, the Bible talks about it. Beauty is fleeting. OK, <laughs> it's 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 going to be there for a season. And the book of Song of Solomon tells us to enjoy, you know, your wife and her youth. But both of y'all gonna get ugly over the years. That's all right. <laughs> like it ain't gonna <laughs> you ain't gonna look like how you look now when you in your sixties and seventies. She ain't gonna look that way either. All right. And that's still a lot of years of marriage of y'all being together. Um, so it, it is it is a thing. Looks it is a thing, but it's not the thing. Um, and if that's all she can offer, that's not enough. Fellas, it's not enough. I don't care how fine you think she is. I don't care if she's a 10 out of 10. I don't care, you know, if that's all she offers, it's not going to be enough because that's not going to sustain you. It, once you've been with her for a while, it's just like anything else, right? When you buy uh, 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 that new Mercedes Benz, it's got the new car smell. It's awesome. Feels great. But after a couple of years, it's like, okay, I'm hopping in my car. I'm driving to work. Like it, it doesn't have that same feel. Doesn't give you that same uh, that same rush. You buy the big big new house. It's great. It's awesome. But after a while, it's just your house. Like you know what I mean. That novelty wears off. So it's the same thing with looks. She's going to be attractive to you. It's going to be awesome for a while. But after a while, 
It's just looks. And I'm going to tell you right now, when you get married to that individual, you're going to see them at their lowest point. See, you're not seeing that right now as you're dating her and she only sees you a couple times a week after she's got her makeup, she's got done up. You're, you're, you're not seeing that when you look on Instagram, you're seeing the best picture in the best light at the best angle, right? But when you get married, you're, she's going to roll over in the morning and you're going to smell that morning breath and she's going to let out a fart on the way to the bathroom and you're going to be like, wow, that's not the most pleasant smell I've ever uh, smelled. And you know what I mean? Those looks are going to, it's going to be like, hmm, okay, uh, she's human. She's human just like everybody else, right? So you need to be, you need to be, have someone who, who checks all the other boxes that we talk about on the Good Guys podcast. Does she have that solid foundation in her relationship with God? Is she unselfish? Is she selfless? You know, is she emotionally stable? Those are things that are going to last. Those are things that are going to sustain you over the course of a, you know, 60, 70 year marriage. You're talking about the person that you're going to be. Don't just think about the next five years. Think about the long haul when you're talking about somebody that you're um, pursuing as far as a, a long-term relationship, a marriage. Think about the long haul, okay? So those looks are going to fade. Pay attention to the other things. So if all she has, if you look on, if she's got social media, she's got Instagram, and all you see <coughs> are pictures, uh, uh, glamour shots, or, you know, suggestive pictures or anything like that, you don't see any substance. You don't see, you know, uh, maybe her at church or maybe her participating in an uh, extracurricular activity or maybe her, you know, volunteering or something like that. Something, uh, family, friends, if it's just her, just her, 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 and, and just that's all she has to offer, then that's a red flag, guys. Like, you know, don't sell yourself short. Don't, just because she looks good, you feel like you can't get nobody better, and you settle for her despite the obvious red flags that she is she is lacking in all these other areas, just because she looks good and you think that your boys are going to give you props because you're with her. Hey, man, the props is cool, but when you get married to her and you secretly, you're not happy like you know what i mean the pictures look great but you're not happy then it's not gonna matter because now you're stuck with that person okay if all she has to offer are good looks that is a big red flag listen their props can't prop y'all up you see I mean, it only props you up for a moment and then when you're stuck in that marriage that ain't that ain't gonna be able to hold y'all up and i have some points here that i really want you to understand fellas is that what does she bring to the table what does she bring to the table? It is very important that you see what she brings to the table because everybody brings something to the table and not everything that's brought to the table tastes good. You see what I'm saying? Not everybody knows how to cook. Not everybody knows how to bring. We're not talking about literally. We're talking about figuratively. We also talk about literally too now, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But what does she bring to the table? And all she got to understand, fellas, can she compliment your calling? Can she compliment? We're not saying complete your calling. I think what happens is you want to be completed so you can have a pretty young thing on the front row. That you can have a pretty young thing at your meetings with your job. No, no, no. It's more than just looks. Attraction may bring attraction may draw you to her, but it's her attributes that keeps you with her. You see what I'm saying? So she has to be more than attraction. So does attractions matter? Yeah, but it's not the ultimate thing. Like BD said, it's a thing, but it's not the thing. So we're not sitting there saying God's going to bring you something that you don't like. God's a creative. He's a creator. He's the first creative. He's the, the first thing he did was create. So what I'm saying is he's not someone that just says, here you go, this will do. 
No, he has a woman out there for you who is holistically beautiful, holistically attractive, because God knows that if you get so caught up on the shell, but you don't look what's inside, by the time you crack it open, you're going to be like, oh man, I didn't know I got this. And there's a lot of guys who are who who sees their woman as ugly, no matter if everybody else is giving her tens. He thinks he got a one. Why everybody thinks that he has a 10? Because I'm telling you, what's on the inside matters. Because looks may keep you for a moment, but it's her attributes. It's her character. It's her 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 fear of God, man, that keeps you intrigued, that keeps you honoring. Yes. I'm telling you, man, that's the deep stuff. Because, because honestly, fellas, um, you got to think about your life, man. Uh, if she can't boil water, what's, she, what's gonna happen? You know what I'm saying? If if she can't, if she can't, if she don't like kids, what's gonna happen? If she don't know how to uh uh, uh encourage you or edify you or or make you feel like a man, make that make if she can't, if she doesn't make you feel like you should rush to get home, but you kind of just do laps around the neighborhood. <laughs> There's guys, man, making laps around neighborhoods, getting to the house by nine so he could be asleep by 1030 so he could only see her for maximum two hours a day. The Bible says it is better to be on a rooftop than a house with a contentious woman, that a woman, a contentious woman is like the drop of a faucet. See what I'm saying? The water that just keeps dropping, nagging. So what I'm saying, man. You got to know you. You got to know your purpose. You got to love you. I think one of the things a lot of men struggle with is either a, a, a lack of self-love or overly consumption or over a, a, a love for themselves. We got to love ourselves accurately so we'll know who or, or who or what to allow in our lives. But that's pretty much it, um, uh, uh, Brandon. But I got this one thing. Like to BD's point about the Mercedes Benz or Rolls Royce or or whatever it is, um, it doesn't matter if you see a Phantom. Does that Phantom have an engine? Because mm. a fan, it don't matter how beautiful that car is, if it don't have an engine, you ain't going nowhere. Mm. That's it, BD. It's very true. It's very true. It's just like. Uh, since we're talking to the fellas, I'll use a 2K reference. You create a player on 2K. Hey, man, everybody want to turn the dunks up to 99. Everybody want to turn up the three-point shots to 99. But if that's all your player can do, you're going to be struggling. struggling. If he can't rebound, if he can't defend, mm. if he can't do those you know, those nitty-gritty things that, that's not exactly the sexiest things, that's not exactly going to show up on the stat sheet, but those are important things to winning a game then you're going to be lacking. And a lot of times we, we look for those, you know, the headliners, the sexy things that, you know, make you look good. And looks is the first one. Like we said, J.E. said, you, you want that person, who, that dime piece, you know, sitting on the front row with you. You want that dime piece when you step out. That's cool. But if that's all she got, that's not going to, if she can't do, you know, the, the nitty gritties, if she can't do the hard things within a marriage, if she can't forgive, if she can't compromise. It's not gonna. It's not gonna sustain. It's not Man, gonna work. It don't matter how good y'all look stepping out. How good right. are y'all when y'all step in? When y'all step back in that front door of your house, you see what I'm saying? So everybody can look good on the gram. Everybody. I mean, that's a that you can't go by online because everybody who posts online is not as happy as their captions under their pictures. I'm telling you, who cares about how y'all look stepping out? If well, y'all got to step back in, <laughs> and what's gonna right. happen when y'all back in that house? 
Exactly. How many celebrity uh, marriages have we seen? Two beautiful people. Beautiful, successful, but it don't work. It don't because work. Because they don't have, you know, they, they don't, they don't want to do the dirty work. They don't want to put in the work behind closed doors to make that, to make a marriage work. And so. you got, and you got to get rid of these false expectations because looks will fade. I'm telling yes. you, no matter how, no matter how attractive, they, 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 they get attractive over time because of their attributes. Right. That makes their outer self, it don't matter how the wrinkles come or whatever, makes them attractive still. But if you're going off of that 24 uh, image of her, and that's all she has, that 24 image, that's all she offers, what she like at 24, then when you 34, 35, and that phase, but she has nothing on the inside, Man, I don't care if she went to the DR to get her body done. Did she go to the real DR, the doctor, to get fixed, to get really mm -hmm. whole? You see what I'm saying? So she might have got that body, but I want a woman whose body, by God, my wife's body made by God, not a body made by man. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So we just want to give you these advice, man. We just spitting it to you because, because it's true, man. Marriage is hard work. Marriage is real. And if there is nothing on the inside of her, brothers, you're going to quit on it. Absolutely. Or she will utilize her looks and her, you know what, as a manipulative tool to run the house. Man, I, and I'll, I'll go deep on that, but this is a family-friendly show. <laughs> All right, we'll go ahead and cut it short there for now. Um, I hope that was a blessing to you guys. I hope it helped some people out there. Um, I know you guys were asking for it. So hop in the comments. Let us know what you got from this uh, particular topic. Let us know if there's any other red flags that you can think of. This wasn't an exhaustive list, so there are other red flags that I'm sure you guys um, are aware of. So hop, drop those in the comments. And like I said, we love to go and interact with you guys in the comment section. So um, yeah, that's pretty much it for that. We're going to go ahead and keep it moving into the last segment of the day, which is this or that, this or that. Um... And we've got one today. This is a tough one. Let's get this to it. We're oh, talking about man. breakfast. This or that. You can only have one of these things for the rest of your life. All right. We're talking about pancakes or waffles. Mm. Pancakes or waffles. J.E., what say you? Oh, man. That's just a tough one. Because mm -hmm. each have their place. Whew. If I get yes. rid of waffles, I get rid of Waffle House. Mm. If I get rid of pancakes, I get rid of my mama's and wife's pancakes. You're talking about like the, like the uh, mm -hmm. uh, cracker. Mm -hmm. the, tell the, them what the right ones ooh. are. Tell them what, they, tell them what they're the, supposed to the, be like. When the butter is going around the wall of Jericho. And it's just crispy in the edges. There's nothing when you cut that pancake, you hear a little crunch at the end of that pancake. Come on. Come on. And see, each of them have their own relationship with the syrup. Mm. Waffle, they'll hold syrup pockets. Mm. But the pancake, when you cut it in half, the... the the syrup goes down in the middle and then the pancake soaks it in. Mm. And then you have the syrup around the edges. 
Mm-hmm. So they all have the unique way of holding the syrup. The waffle man, you cut you you not only you got the pancake, not only you got the syrup around the edges, but those those syrup pockets, every part of that waffle has syrup holding a, a, a nice little deep reservoir of syrup right there to serve you. But the pancake, because the pancake brings the stack. Yes. There's nothing like an uneven stack of pancakes. I don't like perfectly stacked pancakes. <laughs> that makes me that makes me I got anxiety. I can't deal right, with that. Right. I need those big, wide, thin mm-hmm. pancakes, multiple layers, so I can see the edge of the bottom pancake on this end, mm-hmm. the top pancake covering everything on this end. Mm-hmm. So that when I eat this side, I don't feel ashamed or sad that I don't have no pancake left. I know, ooh, I still got, I still got all this. But pancakes are more made, are made more regularly than waffles, though. And point. sometimes pancake waffles made at home is not the same. Mm-mm. So if I if you so Waffle House. Those they're, they're, that waffle machine thing is perfect. Mm. The uh, the uh, what's the type of uh, breakfast continental breakfast at the uh, um, at the hotels? Mm. Yes, but yes. waffles at home don't be hitting the same. That's true. So it's like the real thing is before I make my decision, it's it's halt between pancakes made at home and waffles mm. you get outside the home. Which mm. one's better, BD? <clears throat> It's the oh the, the the cast iron pancakes. Whew. BD, this is tough, man. Ah, ah, but I can't get rid of Waffle House, bro. Mmm. But see, cause pancakes outside the home is really not that good compared I to. So I have pretty I, good. No, that's right. I homemade forgot. pancakes are better. Homemade pancakes are always better than store pancakes. I, w- I would have to say Waffle House needs to make a pancake. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> oh, oh. Waffles can go as long as I can have Waffle House waffle batter to make pancakes out of. Think about it. Okay, so pancakes. So pancake stays, I think, until I hear yours. Waffles gotta go. <laughs> until I hear yours. <laughs> waffles gotta go. Ah, ah, but the pockets. The mm. only reason why I choose pancakes because I eat more pancakes than I do waffles at home. And by us being quarantined, Waffle House is closed. Mm. That's a good point. Um, Don't be devil's advocate, bro. Well, be devil's advocate. Do you think? You're a devil. For me, it's like, you know what this is like for me, J.E.? This is like the Jordan versus LeBron debate to me. Okay, I'm all ears. I would argue that in the Jordan versus LeBron debate, Jordan, at his peak, was the best player of all time, right? But LeBron has... You know, he is more reliable. He had less injuries. He's had a longer stretch of sustained success and excellence, right? Gotcha. I feel like it's the same thing with pancakes versus waffles. I think 
if you're asking me, you know, in a vacuum, which one I think is better if I could only have one for a last meal of my life, I think I would choose waffles because the Waffle House waffle to me is just unparalleled. It's the greatest of all time. Greatest. The batter is just sweet and just perfectly fluffy. You know, you've got the you've got the nooks and the crannies nooks. caressing uh, of the syrup and the butter uh, within each you know nook and cranny. You know, it, it just doesn't get any better. And it's the small. It they're small nooks. I don't like big nook waffles. I don't I like mind sp- the big. I don't mind the big ones either because that's the ones that they have at the hotels with the. Oh, uh, you right. You right. So. Either one of those, like, you know what I mean? At their peak, those I will take over good pancakes. But like you said, those are not as readily available. Because waffles, you can't just get a regular waffle maker from a food line, a cuisine art or whatever, and and it be good. Like, it's not good. No. Right? I don't know why, but they just don't hit the same. They don't hit the same. And I think it's because... That Waffle House griddle, I think that thing is steel. I don't know what it is, bro. But it just makes them things just so delicious and perfect. But pancakes, you can make at the crib. Like, you know what I mean? You could hook up pancakes. It's not hard. You can get some Aunt Jemima batter. And, you know, I have my certain things that I add. You know, a little brown sugar, a little vanilla. Okay. 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 Do do you do the cinnamon? Sometimes. Sometimes I do the cinnamon. Okay, I know you don't like it, but I added just a little bit of mayo in there. Okay, what? <laughs> you a nasty man, bro. You a, you oh a nasty man. Nah. Who asked who, who asked mayonnaise to to pastries? It's not like you're spreading mayonnaise on the top of the pancake. What is the ma- it what, in the batter? What does the mayonnaise do? It improves the consistency of the fluffiness of the pancakes hold on, hold on, hold on. when they come out. I don't mind if it helps <laughs> what I do. Do you taste the mayonnaise? No, you don't taste it at all. Hmm. I love fluffy now. Hey, hey, y'all try it. Hey, y'all listening to the podcast? Get some pancakes. How right? much? How much way. mayonnaise, BD? Not a whole lot. Just a good little dollop. And that's all you need. You stir it in. Ugh. I'm giving away secrets right now because my pancakes are famous. But try it, y'all. Try it. Anyway, hmm. pancakes you can make at the crib. They're more readily accessible, but at their peak, you know, waffles. So this or that, you know, if we're talking about this or that, we're talking about, okay, it almost depends on the context of our this or that. Are we talking about, you know, a final meal? Like I'm about to get the death penalty and this is you can either have waffles or pancakes, or are we talking about the rest of my life? The rest of your life, BD, this or that. Okay. You sound like me. This is a tough one, man. Because, man, I, I, I would rather... See, the double waffle at Waffle House is something you look forward to. Right. The pancakes at home, since it's always there, you don't really appreciate as much. Mm. They're good, but, you know, do you appreciate them? Right. Does your mouth water for the pan- for the pancakes as it waters for the waffle from Waffle House? As the deer panteth for the water, my so does my mouth pant for both of them. And but 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 could you really eat Waffle House waffles every day, and would it loses its savor like the pancake does? Mm. 
Because if I had waffle house waffles every day, would I be satisfied all days of my life, or would I want the the the, the pancakes? <clears throat> That's true. That's a. That, I don't. I don't know. Because I, I don't know. Because then, if I have waffle house every day, then I won't like it the same. So have we I'm, have we underappreciated no. the reliability of the pancake? <sighs> have we have we literally have we really underappreciated the reliability of the pancake, BD? Because mm. the only reason why the Waffle House is up there is because it's not as often, and for you, you don't even have one nearby, right? Well, what about the chicken and waffles? You don't go to hotels all the time. That's true. So that's why it's amplified in our minds. Yeah, I think we might have to agree on this one, J.E. I'm going to have to go with pancakes. Like I said, if you, you know, pound for pound, I think the waffle overall is the better, you know, yeah. product. Yeah. But if one's got to go, it's going to have to be as it, it hurts me to say it. I know, BD. It's going to have to be the waffle. It hurts, man. It's just not as easy to get a good waffle as it is to whip up some good pancakes. Yeah, especially quarantine. Yeah, especially Man. in today's times, we don't know what the future is going to look like going forward. And I think the pancake mixes well with other breakfast items. Mm. No, no, I'm no, because that waffle house when you mix that grits or that uh, hash oh. brown with them, nah, I, I spoke blasphemy right there. Yeah. Waffle when you oh chicken and waffles gotta go, oh. Bruh, But can you whip that up every day at home? That's the real question. Yeah, no. And pancakes yeah. is cheap. Very true. You gotta go pay six dollars for another person to make your waffle, or spend night at a hotel in your own city just to get <laughs> just to get continental. Mm. All right, I think we're gonna go with pancakes. We're yeah. going to have to leave it there because my phone's about to die. So this podcast. See, I am like the pancake. <laughs> BD's like the waffle. I'm reliable. <laughs> All right. Hop in the comments. Let us know which ones uh, got to go, which ones that you're choosing, pancakes or waffles, and let us know why. Give us some more perspectives. You guys did a great job on that last one last week. You guys uh, really brought some good perspectives. Pretty much everybody agreed with me. Uh, that funny uh, should actually be more important. If you go back and read the comments, I don't know if you saw them, but they all agreed with me. So hop in the comments and let us know which one's got to go and which one stays for you. Um, And that's pretty much it. That's the show, guys. Uh, As I say always, um, if you enjoy the good guys content and you have not hit the subscribe button, join the good guys fam. All right, hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell so that you get post notifications so that you know whenever we go live. We'll be going live probably the Monday or Tuesday normally is when we go live. So uh, make sure you check us out then. But if you have that bell selected, you'll know when we're going live. So you can hop in and ask us questions live, okay? Um, Other than that, hop in the comments, smash the like button. And that's pretty much all we've got, all right? As usual, I am a happily married man, a humble father of four. He is Joshua Ezzy, happily married as Mel, as well, Slim Rev. No, you're not happily married as Mel. Your name is Josh. You're married to a female. 
We're the Good Guys Podcast. We're out. And like we always say, we're only good because he's good. Peace.